spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99, plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome in to DC On Screen. I am your host, David Z. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Howdy. And welcome to our weekly news episode. We got a whole bunch of news. Yeah. <laughs> whole bunch of stuff. I don't know what all you found, but the stuff I ran across was pretty fun. Was it? Did you? If hey, if I don't bring up some stuff, and you think it was something, there was something no, you, I missed that you, was fun. You scour. No, I mean I, 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 I peruse. You, well, you usually... I scour, but I also miss stuff, you know? Sure, I mean, every now and then, but most of the time I, just, I see some cool stuff and then you end up finding it just fine, so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll carry on to your trusted hands. Alright. <laughs> so, uh, just to keep you guys up to date, the Batman v Superman box office total is 784,313,621 uh, worldwide. Uh, How many cents, so... Dave? Damn! God! Lazy <laughs> reporting! I know. Jesus. I know. So there it is. Uh, it's the ninth uh, highest-grossing superhero movie of all time now. Of course it is. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm still looking forward to it, even the second yeah, time. There, yeah. There there are a lot of reports out there that are talking about like, oh, the BVS drop and and whatnot, and oh no, is and yeah. For the record, here in the United States. Melissa McCarthy's the boss. Did beat it this week. You did. You found took, a you found a reliable took, stat on it. Yeah, it took the took the top spot. Um, okay. It did not in Canada though. Hmm. <laughs> I don't. I I I don't know what it is. Canada just seems like such a peaceful place. So something it it seems out of sorts somehow that like in Canada the gritty dark hero movies still doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just seem like such nice people. Right. <laughs> They're like. I don't. I don't think they were very. Uh, I really don't think the Batman and Superman were dicks in this movie, like everyone's saying. I think they both had a valid point, eh? Right, right. I can say. I can yeah. only say the one thing from the experience I have with Canada. Windsor is one of the cleanest damn cities I've ever been in in my life. The place was immaculate. It looked like someone's mom had cleaned it up before I came over. Nice. Someone's mom probably did. I know. I was in Detroit, and that's where I left. So <laughs> maybe it was just a relatability thing. I don't know. Yeah, just a just the shock factor of not being in Detroit anymore. There's there's a chance that I just saw it and, and over overcompensated, but man, I remember Windsor being a, a hell of a place. Hmm. Anyway, go to Windsor. I'm hey, go hang out Windsor. there. Go hang out there. Anyway. It's, fun. it's very clean. <laughs> Have some uh, mayonnaise with your fries. Warner Brothers studio executive Jeff Goldstein uh, is talking about the Batman vs Superman drop at the box office. He says we're not concerned with the drop, no matter how you slice it, to get to 52 million. On any given weekend is an enormous accomplishment. We're most focused on where we are in total, and our global number is huge. Yeah, it is. I mean, you said seventy-eight. That's seventy-eight percent of the way to a billion. That's pretty much what what I can take away from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna be okay, people guys. Like, people are saying, you know, oh no, oh no. The predictions now state that it's gonna, it's not gonna get to a billion. It'll get to nine hundred million. Oh no. I, I I'm sorry. <laughs> I th- I think the WB execs are gonna sleep just fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so apparently Jesse Eisenberg had some uh, some stuff to say about his character decisions and uh, and why he felt that Lex needed to create Doomsday. Hmm. Lovely. So uh, just guys, consider it from here on out. Spoilers. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, if you listen to this show, you know we're going to spoil some stuff. <laughs> you know, we just it. covered the news. Either you've already seen it because it already took in its fuck ton of money, technical term. All right. 
or B, based on the uh, retention rates, you weren't going to see it anyway. So who the hell cares? We're past that, I think. Right. Um, <laughs> Spoilers in case Eisenberg. you're one of those subsets. Whatever. Eisenberg says, I think Lex becomes increasingly unhinged throughout the movie. I also think he's a guy who has 40 backup plans, and so when one thing doesn't work out, he has another. And if that doesn't work out, he has another. Which is why I think he never feels that threatened by Superman and Batman, because he knows he always has the leverage in his final act, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And this is now thinking back a third and a year, uh, sorry, thinking back a year and a half, uh, was this kind of like last ditch effort to leave it all on the table. He's talking about to principal photography? What? Oh, you're talking about within the movie. I, I thought you were talking about Eisenberg, like, thinking back to when he was filming. And Okay, all right. Back with you now. Missed my context there. <laughs> um, now, over on the uh, the Hall of Justice podcast, mm -hmm. the uh, Jay Olivia, uh, he was talking about um, the nightmare sequence in Batman vs. Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, what if what you saw was a time boom, a latent memory from the future when Flash comes back? If you look at the cut, he doesn't go to sleep. He's waiting for the LexCorp file decryption, and suddenly, uh, the nightmare sequence comes in, and he's jogged out of it seeing his own death. And what does he see? He sees Flash. And if you're a DC fan, you know what's happening. You know that Flash going back in time, that memory is now coming back to him. Mind you, it's jumbled. Mm, that's not bad. I mean, Joe Olivia apparently. I mean, he directed the the Flashpoint Paradox. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's not bad. I mean, I can, I, yeah, <laughs> I can get along with that. Flashpoint Paradox. Yeah. Uh, that, that was good too. Yeah. In this article, they they point out that a time boom is a sort of temporal wave that radiates through the DC universe once a moment in time has been changed. I do like the concept. It, mm -hmm. It's one of those things that's kind of cute and clever, but if you just use it sparingly, it's really useful. Yeah, it'd be fun. I don't know. I, I, I mean, uh, none of that would be disappointing to me. Uh, does that work? Does that work for you? Uh, yeah, I'm good with it. Um, a lot of people on Batman v Superman have complained that Superman did not hear his mother's cries for help. Zack Snyder uh, has, uh, well, he has an explanation for you. And uh, a lot of people are labeling this, There was a scene so dark that Zack Snyder decided to cut it from the film. That is this scene. Um <laughs> He says, we had a scene that we cut from the movie where he tries to look for her when he finds out that Lex has got her. It was a slightly dark scene that we cut out because it sort of represented his dark side. Because when he was looking for his mom, he heard all the cries of all the potential crimes going on in the city, you know, when you look. I kind of like the idea that he's taught himself not to look because if he looks, it's just never ending. So you have to know when, as Superman, when to intervene and when not to. Or... Not when not to. You can't be everywhere at once. Literally, you can't, you can't be everywhere at once. So he has to be really selective in a weird way about where he chooses to interfere. Um, uh, you know, so a lot of people are like, oh, so Superman's even more of a dick. Like, No, that all, that that all, all checks with me place. just fine, man. Look, he, the, the, yeah. he's a man of extraordinary power, but he is finite. Like, uh, I wouldn't have minded because I would have gotten it, but... I could see how more people, how people would have gotten upset about that. Like, oh, look he, at him just saying he's not going to help that person. He can't save every cat sometimes, man. I, <laughs> and look, I, man, I, this is something that I think Snyder kind of, maybe he underestimated the backlash he'd get for this. But Superman, for all his strengths, he has weaknesses. There, there are chinks in his armor. There are things he can't get yeah. done. And Snyder, and Snyder actually was... focused on the stuff he can't get done. And yeah. I, I don't know if. I don't know if that was intentionally thought it'd go over better. So it, because I gotta admit, man, it hasn't exactly gone over, you know, really well with a lot of the population. Yeah, but I still think and it was a was, fine point and a new one and a unique take. And I've, I've got his back, man. Yeah, and what's fun is that he was talking about um, at some point. He was talking about how like one of the themes of the movie was that uh, you know Superman can do no right. Whereas, like, he saves a cat out of a tree, well, there's some sort of herbal society who's complaining that he messed up the tree somehow. Yeah. And then, like, and then like the uh, <laughs> the animal control is complaining because now you've got this stray cat back in the world who's running around <laughs> and there are cats everywhere. Right. <laughs> I mean, he was, he was talking about Superman's actions like they were a zero-sum game, which is, mm -hmm. to me, accurate, worthy of a good story. There's a lot of, it, it's thick with, with plot that you can play with. And, you know, I mean, when it's a storybook tell, when it's a save the cat tell, um, that doesn't really apply. They don't, you don't do zero sum mm -hmm. and save the cat stories. Yeah, well. <laughs> I liked it. 
Well, a lot of people who are complaining about BVS being too, too dark are not going to be happy with this. Uh, Gal Gadot talking about Wonder Woman. She says, Batman versus Superman, you get a glimpse of who she is, but not where she comes from. In Wonder Woman, this would be the first time we ever tell the coming-of-age story of how Diana becomes Wonder Woman. It's very interesting. It has moments of humor, but it's pretty dark. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. Yeah. Screw it. Sounds I'm good. Down. Sounds good. <laughs> I, like, I, let's put it this way. Like, I made it through this movie and walked out going, well, that was refreshing and wonderful. Obviously, right. you're not going to scare me with the words dark or gritty. Go for it. I know. I'm down. Dude, Watchmen's still like one of my favorite movies of all time. Obviously, I can mm. handle dark. Well. Yeah, I think that might be where what divides us from the rest of the of the world. There um, really are. There are people who did and did not like that movie. And um, I, I did. I'm sorry. But you know what? I you know, <laughs> You've said it before. Like <laughs> People have heard our Dark Knight and, and Man of Steel reviews. How did we become the ones defending this damn movie? (laughs) (laughs) So excitedly, I I report to you that apparently there is a, there's a big rumor going around uh, from heroic insider, Umberto Gonzalez saying that uh, there is a good chance that Batman vs Superman, the R rated ultimate edition might be released in theaters to, to, to push it to that 1 billion mark. I'm down. If this thing was out right now, I would already have a ticket. Already have it. I mean, I'd already, I've already, I've already called work, worked out arrangements. Like we've, this is done, absolutely done. I mean, I am, mm-hmm. I am absolutely, I, I haven't had time. I'm sorry, it's a personal failure. I realized my priorities were to like earn money and keep my household living, but I, I have not had time to go see the movie a second time, and I will. The moment that opportunity arrives, I will. But for a rated R, I could maybe sacrifice a mortgage payment. Mm-hmm. I'd be all right. Yeah. <laughs> not everyone in my so household there's... has to survive. I mean, I need to see right. this movie. Well, you have those crackers in your cabinet. <laughs> what do I have left? Baking soda, capers, and older baking soda. That'll be a meal then. Mm, Shove some water on it. With that older, Put it in the oven. What do you do with uh, consistencies with that older <laughs> baking soda? Uh, <laughs> Put it in the toaster. It'll so be great. There's a, vi- oh, there's a video <laughs> floating around the internet. Uh, showing you what Batman v Superman scenes look like before and after the visual effects were added. I'll provide a link in the uh, in the show notes, but it was pretty freaking awesome. I'm just going to tell you that, guys. Yeah. Uh, speaking of videos that are floating around the internet, there's a new Suicide Squad trailer. Uh, hmm, there is. It mm. looks good, y'all. It looks mm. real good. Now, oh, man. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I told this to Charles McFall out of just the entirety of John says team up is breaking the panel, all, all of this stuff. Um, yeah. If you were having a bad day, this is the fix. This is the thing you needed. Go watch this trailer. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty amazing. What the hell are those things they're fighting? I really don't know. I kept thinking they were killer croc, like the back of his head. Cause it's got like that textured snaky look. No, 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 no. These things have, like, black eyes all over their heads, and then you see, like, Katana slicing through one with a friggin' sword. Well, I, that's the thing. Like, on that shot, it kind of looked like it for half a second, and then she sliced through it, and I went, oh, no, I've clearly misperceived that. Mm-hmm. It's, um, I, I don't I don't know. I really, I have no idea. Well, I mean, you know, this is all, like, because remember in the previous trailers, they were like, you know, what if Superman was a, some sort of a beacon? Okay, maybe there are aliens coming. Maybe this is the uh, the ding, 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 mm-hmm. the, entering the second of the second round. Like more aliens are coming to Earth. Um, I mean, it might be Monster T or Tattoo Man, whatever they want to call them. Yeah. Uh, might be you know something involving the Joker. Might be all of all all of the above because those things don't look human. No, they absolutely don't. They look like constructs of some kind, and I, I I'm they not, do. I'm not sure if anything can do that. But they're in, uh, in a whatever couple it's of called, shots. what is it? The liquid geo is that what it's called? The in Man of Steel, like the stuff that the, the Kryptonian technology that uh, that the Steppenwolf was made out of, and the mother boxes were made out of, and the in the communion scene. Okay, um, could be a little so, constructs uh, made out of that. Jor-El's entire history of Krypton thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, maybe yeah. it was all that stuff. I've been saying that for a while though. So. I don't know if it's that, but I don't know why they would look like those freaking creatures. That that I don't know why they'd have like ugh, I would have to figure black eyes all over their heads. I mean, whoever has the technology can kind of manifest it in the way they so chose. So uh, yeah. so choose. I, so I don't know. Maybe it's just somebody who imagines really bad creatures but has access to great technology. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but um, well, I. 
There's only know. one good clear shot of the whole body of of one of these things. It, it's that I found. Um, it. Mm-hmm. All right, you know the little the the acrobatic shooting situation with Harley. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She's doing one of those uh, flip around somebody eight times and take them down kind of things. I don't I don't know how that mm-hmm. shit works, but you get kind uh- of a you get a clear body shot for just a second. And I, man, for my life, I have no idea. I, it's some sort of troll creature. It does kind of look orcish in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely got bumps and maims to it. Maybe they're Doom's moments. I don't know. Instead of Doom's days. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I would love so much if someone did that, but it would be the funniest, dumbest thing I've ever seen in a comic book. <laughs> <laughs> The big bad at the end of that book is the dark hours. Um, right. Yeah, man. I I don't know what I don't know what they are. It, some part of me keeps hoping, and and it's an absolute. It, this is a wish. This isn't even a proposition. Some part of me though keeps thinking like, man, it looked vegetationish. These look like they're kind of constructs of some kind. Man, swamp thing. How much would that would I, be awesome? I would love swamp I thought, thing. I thought poison ivy would not hurt my damn feelings. Yeah, and the, the it's thing it's precedented that, that, like, too. BTAS the tendril. Yeah, the, well, and the tendrily thing. Yeah, at the subway. Easy for Kind of like it might be. Yeah. Oh man. All right. So now, now I keep hearing like people think Enchantress is going to be the big villain. Uh, it's it's plausible. It's plausible. It really is. I and I the reason I think it's uh, like they're they're making a game out of screwing with us. And uh, by the way, what is the? Well, I'll get to that in a second. Um, they're making a game out of screwing with us, and they're doing it in a pretty. They're doing a pretty good job of it. So the they fact are. that this trailer makes it look so clearly like the Joker walks in, everyone goes, uh-oh, mm-hmm. makes me believe wholeheartedly that he is not the centric villain of this thing. Yeah, no. There's something else going on. There something has to big. be. Things are afoot. Look, hey, it's it's at 146 in the trailer. What is the mm-hmm. tenderly kryptonite-looking thing? 146 in the trailer? I have no idea, man. There's there's some kind of... It, it looks like a whip. And it looks like it's grabbing katana, hmm. but it, it's it's tenderly and it's got a glowing green texture to it. And then I, yeah. I, I'll say this at one forty seven on the trailer, and I'm I'm looking at the official trailer with like right. that Warner Bros. released. Um, at one forty seven, it's the clearest shot that I can find of what the head of these creatures looks like, uh-huh. which just looks like a giant. I don't know, uh, slightly vegetative, but really just. They look like block creatures of some kind. I don't know what the hell we're dealing with. With little, like, yeah, onyx marbles embedded in them across the entire front and back? See, I thought those were black eyes. You'd think, but they just kind of, they're just weirdly distributed. What kind of god would do that to a creature? A new god, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. An apocalyptic? Like, I, don't know. I don't know what half of the imagery in this thing means. I, just... I don't either. I'm very excited, though. I don't either. It all looked phenomenal. And there's, to address other things, there's plenty of humor in this thing. Oh, yeah, and also plenty of Batman. Plenty of Batman! <laughs> yeah, and, uh, well, you more, know, more Batman. I, did you freeze frame it on Batman? Did you see that he was wearing like a thing for the water? Like he did on the in the comics and no, in the animated series? I didn't I didn't freeze that. He's, he has the mouth, the, the breathers, the breather device? Yeah! Awesome! <laughs> oh, good. And then there's a shot of him like walking and carrying Harley back to the Batmobile, and the Batmobile totally doesn't have turrets. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, I, you and I were discussing that. I can't remember in what context, but um, does that mean that Last they're not? Show? Was it okay? Uh, does that mean <laughs> I forget private and public conversations between us? But does that mean that he's is is it the past or is it the present? We don't, we don't know. know. So we have no idea. It could be either or. Oh man, you realize uh, Harley's mallet has the the smiley face with the X dot eyes. Absolutely, and the little bits with with Joker's. The little, the one line you actually get out of him, the sweet talking me line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> hating this Joker, dude. <laughs> yeah, me either. So far, I'm really pretty... not, and I can't make out. You can see in the reflection mm-hmm. who he's talking to, but I can't make out who it is. It kind of it, it looks a little bit like Rick Flag because mm-hmm. I I can't figure out who that is. I think it may be an unknown party as far as who we've seen cast. Yeah, I don't know. I'm so excited, and you know what? They one of the most Wonderful things is they made the El Diablo mm-hmm. interesting for me in this trailer. Wasn't that? Yeah, that was wonderful because he was one of the parts that I was pretty damn sure I wasn't going to care about. Yeah, and they showed me and enough. Yet, here I am. Yeah, they showed me enough Terry that, that like even the guy I was worried about in this film, but that, that worried that he would get lost. I'm still 
Yeah, hell yeah, man. All right, trailer number four. Make me care about Slipknot. <laughs> what did he show up for? Like a second and a half? <laughs> Come on, WB. <laughs> <laughs> in this cast of characters, make me interested in a guy who can who is really good at tying ropes. Right. <laughs> he can do anything with a rope. Get the hell out. Get the hell out of my life. <laughs> yeah. It, it, do you wonder, is this going to be one of those films that actually tries to carry this entire ensemble? Or are they going to go ahead and do the thing we all know you need to do sometimes and sacrifice the red shirt? <laughs> and so far, the red, red shirt, shirt. Thy name is Slipknot. Red shirt, thy name is Slipknot. Damn it! I, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he'll be really cool. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he'll be like Look, the big, the big thing. They've, yeah. they've got my, they've got my trust. They just made Diablo look like somebody I really fucking care about. I am reasonably certain that Enchantress will be, if not the main villain, party to the main villain. the The main reason right now, I think the Enchantress theory might be worth really caring about is um, at least that she's the main implement of the main villain if that makes sense mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that that like you said she's directly connected is the scene opens up with the White House this trailer opens up with the White House we remember the thing from the previous trailer where she's inside the White House and then they by they the way sh- that go ahead Sorry, that dude that's like, say, you know, Superman had flown down to the White House, broke off the roof, and came down and grabbed. That dude, wonderful actor. Oh, yeah. I've always loved like, that guy. I, yeah, I he was One of those people great. I can't remember what I've ever seen him in, but I've never been disappointed when I saw him. Uh, he was in the newsroom. He was in Black Mass. Yes, he was. I know I've seen him in other things, but I loved him in both of those things. I know. I remember the newsroom. Never saw Black Mass. Um, dude, it... But they open up there, and Enchantress is clearly in the room. And then they show her in the room in this one, but she's not as obviously in, like, a White House war room. Mm-hmm. But in the previous trailer, she definitely looks like that's where she's hanging out. So yeah. I, I think there's some real credibility to her being at least, I don't know, causally very seriously attached. Yeah. Even Rick Flagg looked interesting by the end of this thing. Yeah. And Scott Eastwood, man, he 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 better damn well be Dick Grayson. <laughs> <laughs> He can, he can be somebody else, but I, I I really want him to be Dick Grayson. Oh, by the way, one quick thing in the movie. Um, uh-huh. When they're fighting, like, uh, yeah, they're, whatever these creatures are that we're dealing with um, that appear to be plaguish, they're just all over the place. Like, everybody's killing these things. Uh, mm-hmm. When Captain Boomerang is killing them, do you see what's in his hand? Uh, maybe I did. Maybe I did. Remind me. It's like a pink stuffed unicorn. One hand is killing one of these creatures with a with a sword, and the other hand seems to be holding, with some care, a pink stuffed unicorn. This is going to be a real weird movie. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> but if the trailer I'd shown you for Deadpool was him jacking off to a, a stuffed unicorn, yeah, that might have gotten more or less people. I'm not actually sure <laughs> to the theater. Yeah. So what else? What else you got for this trailer? I. I I think that's all I could reasonably go into. Every every shot has something that looks fun fun about it. I'm loving Bartender Harley. Bartender Harley scene. I'm really looking forward to. You know what the the only thing that really fell flat for me was Will Smith. Oh, he's not falling flat for me. I, I'm I'm still. He just he's so Will Smith. He's just like he is. Line. He's always Will Smith Ugh. playing some so and so. But I've I've always really enjoyed <laughs> Will Smith playing so and so. Like. I Am Legend yeah. for me is just Will Smith in a zombie apocalypse, and that's fine. I enjoyed it. Right. By the right. way, there is one shot of Batman carrying a an unconscious Harley to the Batmobile. I've got to know more about that. Yeah, I just mentioned that like... I am so sorry. Two or three minutes ago. I was obviously <laughs> watching something and just in my own in my own place. <laughs> I was, yeah, I specifically noted that he was carrying an unconscious Harley to the Batmobile that has no turrets. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The, um... Oh, that yeah, I heard the turrets <laughs> part. I didn't hear the Harley part. Sorry. I recall mm. where we are in this conversation now. Probably. Hiya. Welcome back, Jason. Welcome to DC on screen. <laughs> oh, we're far, we're far past that now. I was uh, sorry. I was I was like I was clicking around trying to find some of the other parts that I'd I'd seen something in. Anyway, mm-hmm. apologies aside. Eh, no need to apologize. That's all I had for the trailer, though. I mean, Amanda Waller. She looks fun, man. She, she looks, is. She looks like the wall, man. She does. She's the wall. She does. Viola. Viola Davis, right? Yeah. She looks like that. She. It, it, all right. 
a good Amanda Waller has this look in her eyes that that clearly tells you that for like a stale Cheeto, she would sacrifice you if it was the right call. Mm-hmm. I think she's got it. I think she's got that look in her eye. <laughs> so uh, you want to talk about the uh, confirmed suicide reshoots? Yeah, man. Uh, Jai Courtney has said that yes, there are reshoots, and they were asked uh, if they the reshoots would be adding more humor, as per the rumors. Mm-hmm. And Jai Courtney says, I think there's plenty of that in it. I wouldn't say we're going back to make it funnier. There's some additional action stuff that we've been doing, which is pretty dope. <laughs> really, we're just kind of adding in that sense. However, uh, Brett Schultz said that um, he was on set, and he says, talking to people on set today, they said the studio made him do reshoots because it was too dark. Hmm. So onset reports saying that those rumors about it being too dark might have been true. Hmm. If it is, okay. <laughs> I <clears throat> I mean, if WB is kind of seeing, I don't know, if WB is looking at Batman v Superman and they're like trying to course correct because like right now I'm seeing a lot of I'm seeing a lot of articles that are like claiming DC isn't doing anything about it. And then others saying DC scrambling to do something about it. I so, you know, and both of them are laying blame on WB, so, uh, you know. Okay, all right, blaming the network executives is always the way to go. doesn't matter where you are in this chain, I, 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 that's <laughs> always the way to go. Uh-huh. That's what they're there for. You blame them. Right, but right. I, I gotta say, like, going back to, to, uh, to lighten it up or to undarken it, like, did they do the same to, to Snyder with this movie? Is that why we got 30 minutes cut out? Is that why we have or even if it's five or ten minutes of, of just certain scenes, is that why we have that cut out? Or I'm pretty sure we got the 30 minutes cut out mostly because, one, they wanted a PG-13 rating. Rating, and right. And some, some of the fight scenes were a little too much. We're just, it, see, some of and them. And Snyder even st- t- talked about it like it just like was pushing it over the edge into R-rated. Um, well, that's fine. A lot, I think a lot of it was just like stuff that was cut out because the movie was too long. And it's cutting into your... Uh, just the time constraints. You can't show it in as many theaters if it's if it's a three hour. Length. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you you can literally make more money at a nominal length of, of film. Mm-hmm. It, you, you can show it more times in a day. Period. So mm-hmm. I, I I mean I get how it happened, but coming like some of those cuts, that thirty minutes, for instance, it's he 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 mentioned the intensity of the fight scenes as one of the reasons that the movie got a PG-13 rather than R when they, you know, when they cut it back. But I, I just can't imagine those 30 minutes being nothing but, you know, Batman putting his, uh, his heel in Superman's throat and making it really intense. Like it, there's gotta be a ton more going on there. Mm -hmm. So I think the rated R edition, what we're really describing there is like the rated R fight scenes, plus some other stuff we had to cut out for time. Right. Which is fine. That's essentially a director's cut that happens to be rated R. Uh, Yeah. And that's fine. But like, you got to wonder if what what really happened was they a realized that they should have maybe picked a slightly different tone, and then b realized that when they tried to just pull back on the time and the tone with Snyder's movie, it didn't go over very well. So mm-hmm. hey, let's just reshoot this one a little bit. I get them from a number, yeah. like from a number standpoint, I get them. But and I haven't seen the film, so I don't know. They might, uh, you know, so like I'd I'd love to see the before and after the reshoots to tell them, <laughs> like, yeah, this was a good call or or a bad one, but sen- right. Since that'll never happen. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's um, there's no way for us to know. And sitting around and like I don't know, attacking them over it—that's really not the right call. Without so, <laughs> without real real data too. Like, there's conflicting reports from any venue you choose. There's conflicting reports coming out right now about why exactly they're doing them. Mm. And the the fact of the matter is, like reshoots aren't—they're un- not uncommon. No. People reshoot all not. the time. And especially in, in action movies. You reshoot something because you got into post. You thought it was going to work mm. a certain way. It didn't. And you just realize, you know what? This movie is going to really, it's going to pull me out. It's going to be worth the money to spend it to go back and reshoot this this action scene. Well, there's a lot of action in these movies. Yeah. Especially going back to that. If, even if they were doing reshoots to, to make it more fun and, and lighthearted, I mean, that might be the right call. I don't know. I haven't seen the damn thing. It could. I, and, like, I liked the darker tone that we had with BVS, but at the same time, it's something that if we did this for ten movies, I would be over it. It, it, yeah, it has to be... Yeah, it's got to be a give and take, right? Yeah. So, that's fine with me. Um, 
Like ju- by the time we get back to Justice League and especially Justice League Two, I would like to kind of feel like I'm a little bit closer to you know what everyone else, what the consensus feels like is the DC universe. Mm-hmm. But if if anything, the, the main reason I don't object to this, even if it is because they just want to make it a little more lighthearted, even if it is just crowd pleasing, I mm-hmm. I really I want people to enjoy these movies for my own selfish reasons. I want more of them. But right, I, of course, like it. I I I really hate that some people watched BVS and didn't really like it. I mean, I I I loved it, but. Like I mourn for the people who didn't enjoy that movie because I know how much you were looking forward to like a Batman versus Superman movie. Mm-hmm. Even just one with both the characters in it Which, is a huge deal. Hey, you know what? So far, my my theory that they're just going to be cracking down on all superhero movies mm-hmm. that's already been proven wrong. Like they they critics were were given a, an advanced screening of Civil War, and they love it apparently. And yeah. many of them, most of them are comparing it to Batman v Superman. Like here's my blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, uh, we get it. You hated Batman v Superman. Okay. <laughs> Even, like, well, all over like, well, I hate to compare it to Batman v Superman. Well then don't because you shouldn't. I'm going to do that right now. Right. The thing that they get right. Okay. The, I mean, there's no, I, I, I can't support that in any capacity. I just can't. It, like, but you know what? They're I not love, comparable I love movies. Like, the Civil War is whole ensembles versus whole ensembles. BBS was two dudes. You were going to get a more private and subtle story with two yeah. dudes. Which I, I love Marvel, but uh, like they had that they had a uh, like a little preview clip like a of uh, Civil War on the uh, MTV Movie Awards. After like watching BBS and this new Suicide Squad trailer, like looking at the Civil War clip. I felt like I was watching like a pastel sitcom. <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> just had a different flavor completely. It just did. It's you know, <laughs> it's like when you spend like five days in the ghetto and then you come back to like the suburbs and you're like, this isn't even real. How can this be real? <laughs> None of these people have real reasons for waking up. I don't understand. <laughs> What do you mean it's not crumbling and dilapidated? That doesn't even make sense. Right, right. Anyway. Yeah, I they're just they're they're so different and for reasons that man, you you, you pick the thing you want to build and you build it. And the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the 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 one that's actually on the the big screen, they've picked mm-hmm. a tone. And I love that tone. Looking uh, They vary. Well, they they do slightly, but for the most part, you're gonna have like a, a minimum percentage of fun in those movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd call Ant Man a particularly fun one, personally. But on their darkest yes. day, like Winter Soldier, still feels like a fun movie sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, yeah, yeah. It was also incredibly dark. It was, and a few people actually did. Like a few critics started to be like, "Oh, do they have to take themselves so seriously?" There are some people apparently who just want super friends. That's all they want. That's there's always going to be a portion of the population that you know they, they're just not going to be able to handle a superhero wearing tights and not being fun. Yeah, just uh, it's a good reason to go watch a people beat each other up and eat popcorn. Like they like there are certain people. Um, if if I'm not describing you, please don't assign yourself to the category because I'm generalizing. That their favorite superheroes movie ever is in The Incredibles. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's almost no shock value to it. It's just fun to watch. You enjoy the hell out of the ride. Tells a decent story. Mm-hmm. In and out. Loved your day. Go talk about it later. Oh, how fun was that? You know? That might be one of my... That might be my favorite comic book style movie. <laughs> it is. It's a fun movie. By the way, they're going to do a second one, aren't they? Yes, absolutely. That's... I mean, it's Pixar, it's Brad Bird, and also it's <laughs> sadly the best Fantastic Four movie ever made. Right? So... <laughs> <laughs> Bart and I will I will handle absolutely no refutals of what Dave just said. That's true. Period. <laughs> that, and, but you know, not every movie should, not every superhero movie should have the same tone, is what I'm saying. No, I, look, and they're they're just they're just plain different, and for good reasons, I think. But uh, I'm gonna watch the crap out of Civil War. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm gonna enjoy that. Was that less All than right, a month now? On. What is it like? Uh, May seventh or May May sixth or something? I don't know. Maybe early May. God. I'm not. This is DC on screen. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't have time to keep up. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't had time. I'm still trying to catch up on Agent Carter, man. Seriously, I am too. Like the show. Just trying to trying mm-hmm. to get it into the rotation. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, at that MTV Movie Awards, mm-hmm. uh, The Rock dressed up as Superman and Kevin Hart dressed up as Batman, and they made cracks about smelling Marvel bitches. Lovely. And making fun of a lot of the Marvel heroes. Something about hitting uh, Chris Evans so hard he was uh, be back to playing the Human Torch or something. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> That's a good take. Also, I believe The Rock could hit Chris Evans that hard. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah. So, anyway, moving on from that, uh, which I didn't find nearly as funny as I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen it. Uh, Sounds better when you're describing that. I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, Variety's Christopher Tapley, I guess that's Tapley, maybe? Uh, we never pronounce them correctly. He... Do whatever you want to do. Yeah, all right. He says that he has some insight onto how Warner Brothers is going to um, keep Zack Snyder in charge of Justice League Part 1. Apparently, uh, production starts next week in London, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, But but they want to keep him in charge, and here's how they're going to do it uh, while addressing the the issues with BVS. Um, He says that WB was... The executives were not prepared for the quote critical knives the film was met with, mm. um, but also knew that it was a, going to be a transitional film mm-hmm. that would be bridging the gap between Man of Steel and uh, what they are referring to as, or what he is referring to as, approaching the Avengers Super Friends mold, which is two totally different things. But hey, <laughs> whatever. I uh, the thing I keep saying is the the fun part of Man and, Man of Steel and BVS is you get to watch. Superman become the guy we all love. Mm-hmm. He didn't just show so, up that uh, way. He's claiming that Justice League will be a crowd pleaser, more suited to Zack Snyder's talents, and that the upcoming two-part event is, quote, extremely kinetic and visual. He says it will be far more straightforward than existential in its handling of superheroes. Okay. So we're saying we've gotten through the hard part. They've learned their lessons. Hey, would you like to watch a fun movie? Mm-hmm. And, uh... There's also a bit in here where he describes Warner Brothers being keen for a period uh, on DC Entertainment Chief Creative Officer Jeff Johns playing a Kevin Feige-type role. Uh, But, of course, Johns is, (laughs) quote, already stretched very thin. He he really is. He's got, like, ten different jobs. He does. And, I mean, he's writing full comic books, controlling DC. Um, He's writing on TV's The Flash. Um, Yeah, so... Hmm. That's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Apparently, according to the article, uh, John Berg and uh, Time Warner CEO Jeff Books are taking more of a hands-on approach, paying closer attention to overarching story concerns. Hmm. But someone well-versed in both production and DC's minutia is, what, is what's needed. They're right, but, you know, we don't have that. I mean, we kind of have that with Jeff Johns, but it's busy. No, Jeff Johns has way too much on his plate, and... I, honestly, frankly, he's got so much going on with Rebirth right now that I would almost kind of mm-hmm. rather him focus on that. Yeah, it's it's the source material, guys. Get that straight. I mean, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, speaking of Justice League, um, Zack Snyder has changed his uh, his cinematographer. Hmm. Really? Apparently, uh, Fabian Wagner is going to be the cinematographer for Justice League. Um. He was the DP on the second season of Sherlock. That is, which looked at really. That good. is not a bad credential at all. Yeah, no. Uh, five episodes of Da Vinci's Demons, and uh, apparently a, no, a number of episodes of Game of Thrones. I hear Game of Thrones two for the next looks season. good, so mm-hmm. no worries there for me. But uh, the, the the shots, like I thought, it was pretty much universally agreed that the film, when you just grabbed a frame, looked pretty good. So mm-hmm. don't know. This just don't know why. Okay, all right. But uh, Wagner also did uh, last year's Victor Frankenstein. Oh, which I have heard exactly nothing about. I've heard nothing about it, but I remember it looked good on the trailer. I recall that it exists. (laughs) That is the limit. Um, So over at the LexCorp Instagram, they uh, put out a message that said, We hope we haven't lost you as our valuable client. Hashtag LexCorp. Something big is coming. Our newest project will be fully functioning by 2017. Thank you for standing by our side. Hashtag time for a change. Don't know what that's about, but that sounds kind of fun. Doesn't it? 
You know, they should go um, deep, deep track, like viral with their marketing and actually start like a LexCorp and start producing technological products that you can buy. Mm-hmm. I know that's a huge investment, but get the right people on board and you can just be another technology company. Yeah. And holy Lord, we'll all love the hell out of it. I'll go buy LexCorp stuff. Yeah. So, uh, you know, everyone was like, oh, they're going to cancel all the DCEU movies because of how bad... BVS did critically. Yeah. Warner Brothers just uh, announced two more movies. Right. Do you want to know the updated list? <laughs> I think I've seen that. Hit me up. Suicide Squad, August 5th, 2016. Wonder Woman, June 2nd, 2017. It's been moved up. Mm. Uh, Justice League Part 1, November 17th, 2017. The Flash, March 16th, 2018. Aquaman, July 27th, 2018. Untitled DC Movie, October 5th, 2018. Uh, Fingers crossed for a Batman. Or Suicide Squad 2, at this rate. Yeah, maybe. Um, Shazam. April 5th, 2019. Justice League Part 2, June 14th, 2019. Untitled DC Movie, November 1st, 2019. Cyborg, April 3rd, 2020. Green Lantern Corps, June 19th, 2020. So that's the updated DCEU. Yeah. All right. So nothing vanished and two other things arose. Yep. Sorry. What did you say? It was 78% of a billion. Mm -hmm. The, The critics themselves make up about... I don't know, a few thousand dollars of that as mm-hmm. far as ticket sales. I'm sorry, that vote doesn't matter. Now, the the fan critics, whole different thing, but the, mm-hmm. the people who actually write like are employed as critics, man, the, that doesn't matter nearly as much as making a fleet of Brink, tru- brink trucks worth of money. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> a new trailer has been released for the... Uh, Lego DC Superheroes Justice League Gotham City Breakout. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, yeah. It was uh it's fun. It's fun. Basically Batman needs to be needs to go on vacation and it's his birthday. So the Justice League tells him to go on vacation. They kind of force him to go on vacation. Of course. And uh they're going to take care of Gotham City while he's gone. And of course the Joker breaks out and um Superman tries to stop him in, with his heat vision, and Joker reflects it off of a spoon, which shoots Arkham Asylum open, and everyone escapes. That sounds like a Lego movie. <laughs> um, best thing, funniest thing I saw in this thing was um, Joker throwing, uh, catapulting a bunch of fish at Superman, <laughs> and Superman screaming, "I hate Gotham City. Its criminals are so weird." <laughs> <laughs> are they? Are they? Are they smiley face fish? I didn't. I didn't frame it. I didn't freeze it to look. I hope so. But I'm down. It looks like there's like they got Batgirl and Nightwing and, and Robin in this thing and a bunch of the Justice League members. Like there's a bit where um, <laughs> Poison Ivy's like, "You're not gonna hit a girl, are you?" And Superman's like, "No, of course not." <laughs> and she attacks them, kind of kicks their ass. And he goes, "All right, fine. We'll call Wonder Woman." <laughs> <laughs> It looks pretty good, man. Yeah. It looks it looks it looks dumb like one of those one of the direct DVD, you know, Lego movies does, but I'll I'll watch it and eat it up with a spoon. No, man. That's those yeah, they're they're delightful. They're funny. They're delightful. They are. They are. Alright, uh we are about to jump over to television. But first, I'm gonna let you guys know that our network, the Giants has team up network, has partnered with Loot Crate and we're pretty excited about it. Uh this month is April's month is uh, the theme is quest and uh, you're going to get exclusive items from uh, Labyrinth Harry Potter History Channel's Vikings Uncharted 4 and and more and uh, they've got a t-shirt and the loot pin uh, loot crate is a monthly subscription box service for for geek and gamer items and pop culture gear for less than $20 a month you get six to eight items that include licensed gear apparel collectibles unique one-of-a-kind items and more uh, you have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that is it, you guys. Make sure to head over to www.lootcrate.com forward slash giant size team up and enter giant size team up to save $3 on any new subscription. That Vikings, that's a deep pool, buddy. I know, right? No, I mean, <laughs> lots of viewers, but, you know, it just, you know, in the DC Marvel community, that is some deep shit right there. Mm-hmm. Do it, guys. Do it. Get it up. So, jumping over to television, 
Um, Supergirl. Yay! Kevin Smith has some news on Supergirl that's kind of... I mean, he doesn't spoil it, but he kind of has some insights into some stuff, apparently. All right. Uh, as, as you guys know, he was directing an episode of The Flash recently, and um, he says, The cool part of the show was getting spoiler information about future episodes, because between the episode that had aired and the episode I was directing, there was like four episodes that I hadn't seen. Um, <laughs> so he found out about Supergirl, and he said, They gave me two episodes to watch, and without the special effects done and stuff, so I saw them doing a lot of shit. And He says, um, <laughs> That made it less intimidating, because I was like, Oh, I can handle this. <laughs> uh <laughs> Just shoot this and they add the effects later. But they were talking about the crossover in a way that it was the first of many. And they told me something that I'm not going to share because it will ruin the end of the season for you. But it is amazing. Oh. And he says something's happening that will affect Supergirl in such a great way that you think it's like cute puppies and kittens now. You're going to cry when you see how beautiful this shit is. All right. I God, I... I mm. Hearing his description and all of the, the, the pluming imagination that it brings to mind, I, that's this is how now, I felt after watching the Suicide Squad trailer, dude. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind when I tell you that the, co- the, the producers have said that, uh, of The Flash, have said that any Kara, which they're the same producers pretty much, have said that any Kara that exists on Earth-1 would also have to be an alien. It can't just be Kara Danvers from Poughkeepsie. Uh, yeah. Sure. And they asked if uh, Power Girl might be a situation on the Flash. He said, "Sure, different costume, but sure, it might be an issue. It might be a thing." Yeah. So we might get we might get Melissa Benoist on the Flash as Power Girl. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now speaking of uh, people crossing over. Um, <laughs> We this was reported the day we recorded our last episode, our last news episode. Mm-hmm. So sorry, but this is kind of old news. Katie Cassidy, who everyone knows, bit the dust over on Arrow this last week. Uh, she is going to show up on the Flash as Earth 2's Black Siren. She's also going to be having a guest appearance on Vixen season two, which is going to be happening before you know, obviously her untimely demise. Yeah, over an era. Just back when her and, and Vixen were besties. Right, right. That'll explain some of that. And apparently, you know, obviously flashbacks on Arrow. If you've seen the promos. Um, also, the the producer said that Ollie could run into Black Siren in the future. That's fine. It's just that, as I've said, Arrow hasn't taken advantage of the doppelganger thing or Earth Two. Mm-hmm. Flash has, obviously. Um, right. They, and, and you know the extra universes and everything. Supergirl just decided to toy with it, and apparently, and uh, oh God, I'm I'm so happy hearing this description from Smith. But apparently, they're willing to play with that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Arrow's been, uh, yeah, they haven't really done it. Yeah, they have it, but, you know. At this point, uh, I think they should replace the, uh, no, I, I do. <laughs> I think they should replace the island material completely with another Earth's material. I don't mm. care what you're doing. Don't care. But the island, as we've stated, has gotten a little bit ridiculous these days. Uh, me, personally, I want to see flash forwards. I want to see Ollie without an arm. Bingo. In the flash forwards. Well, I say that, but we've already seen him in 2046. Yeah, Star City, I know. but but alternate timeline. If Legend of Tomorrow season one performs its mission correctly, all of that is off mm-hmm. the table, and I guess his arm mm-hmm. is back on the table or off the table, depending on how the scene went. Anyway, he gets his arm back. <laughs> if Legend of Tomorrow completes their legendary task, right. so yeah, there's right. a lot of possibilities there. You could still get back to like armless twenty forty six, Ollie, but get your you can have your high ho goddamn silver if you want it. <laughs> oh, um, I meant to mention this. Jason Muse is playing a couple different characters on The Flash. Yeah, he's going to be playing a guy with lines, and he's going to play, be playing like a metahuman in the background, kind of without him. It almost sounded like when I heard it. Yeah, like he's just going to have like a. It's not going to look like him. He's going to have a mask on, be holding a gun, apparently. Yeah. So he was apparently just bit. very pleased to like have a named presence in that universe that oh absolutely yeah just uh honestly seeing how sometimes hearing how much that guy adores comic books is just freaking it's it's adorable is what it is i love it i freaking love it Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah me too man love you muse 
You know what I don't love? Go for it. Lucifer was renewed. Ah, uh, oh no. For season two. As I put it. Apparently this thing has higher ratings than Gotham when you view them on multimedia platforms. 10.5 million viewers weekly on average for Lucifer. I know. Isn't that sick? It's it's weird <laughs> and I, I'm so... There are times where I feel like we're out of touch, Dave, and this is one of those... I, I don't know what to do with it. I really don't. I, I, I honestly hope... I mean, look. It's no surprise that it gets that many viewers. Not really. People like a procedural. They just do. No, they're they're not my flavor. I'd rather sit down and dig in and watch something. But you're, I, you're not a person. Neither am I. We're pods. This is true. <laughs> Absolutely true. But I, I it's it's just We've not been my scarred preference. by too much narrative. It's, yeah. <laughs> no, it's Whedon scarred us at some point. And like season five of a procedure or episode five of, of a season of a procedural, if I haven't lost a character that I love dearly, I'm wondering what the hell is happening and why aren't they doing something? So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I love the serialized version of things so so deeply. I, I so, and I don't have time to some extent for the procedural. Um, I don't want to hate on anyone enjoying the show. I, I I really don't. But it's really not in my wheelhouse at all. But I, I, yeah, it's not that it's necessarily really bad. It's just that for what not it really is, I think it's yet. probably pretty good. Actually, for what it is, it's just we wanted more out of it. Mm-hmm. We wanted a different thing, and at this point, we've stumbled into like you know, we're we're the other guys on the uh, on the other side of the BBS territory now. I mean, we wanted things out of the show that, that weren't going to happen. Yeah, so that's our problem. And they might still happen at some point, but as for right now, they're kind of just not happening. And I'm really hoping that being renewed, like, all right, you've got another season, guys. By the way, did you happen to catch if it was 13 or 22 or 23 or whatever? I looked and I didn't see. Because they're kind of a... That, that was announced. They've got kind of a mid-season thing going on now. Or they were mm-hmm. a back half season, at least, thing going on now. Um, God, there's going to be, what, 13 episodes in the entire season? Season one? Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't mind watching 15, Lucifer. Maybe. If they do something. When they do it, I enjoy it. But... Yeah. I'm most of the time. I'm kind of hoping that uh, being renewed, seeing all the numbers, getting all the God, you said ten point five. Hopefully, that encourages you to kind of take some some risks. Because mm-hmm. if anyone's just absolutely thoroughly enjoying the show and this is exactly what they wanted, I, I, good for you. But I, I want the show to take some more risks. So maybe we'll both get what we want. Yeah, I mean, we'll keep reviewing it. <laughs> We've committed to that now. Like when I heard that, what what I tell you when when season two was uh, announced, uh, I told you we apparently we had either missed or failed our parole hearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what we, we said. Something like that. That's what it felt like. We're consigned to it now. I'm sorry. Yeah. Look, we promised every DC property that went on a screen, including video games, which we can finally get to this summer. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Lucifer's involved. Well, every DC Universe property. Sorry, iZombie. Right, um, right. Everything that actually takes <laughs> place and has some sort of causal effect on the proper DC Universe. Mm-hmm. Or might. Um, or could. <laughs> or And we admit there are things like Teen Titans Go or something that just... I, we, don't have, we don't have time for everything. We just don't. Yeah, there's like... the. I love the cartoons, man. In many ways, they treat this stuff a lot better than some of the live action that we've there's seen. There's a lot of but, respect in what they do. Honest um, I'm not God. saying Teen Titans Go is that. I I don't know. I've never seen an episode of it. I hear terrible things, but I've never <laughs> seen an episode. Of it. Like apparently, a lot of people are upset that Teen Titans Go exists and Teen Titans proper does not anymore. But right, or that Young Justice doesn't exist anymore. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. Well, Young but, Justice unfortunately does not. But again, go watch it on Netflix. We're they're they're looking closely right now. Cast your vote. Yeah. Hit play. Yeah. Hit play an yeah. hour later when it judgingly asks you if you want to continue watching. Because you haven't done look, any exercise man. in an hour. <laughs> I'm out of DC. I'm out. Of, I'm out of news for the week. Um, Are you? I am. Well, good. I'm glad we kind of started rambling right then. Right. Because yeah, that went. But you know, if I were to say something to you guys, look, if you enjoyed Batman vs Superman, go see it again. Go, you know, go help it get to the billion dollar mark so Warner Brothers doesn't start crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, um, all right, let me put it this way. Say you hated BVS. Okay, all right. I disagree, but I can understand a lot of your points, and at the very at, at the end of the day, it, it matters whether you enjoyed it, period. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. great. 
I, I like as far as I like. I, I, do you really not want to see Flash, Cyborg, Aquaman, a Green Lantern Corps movie that wasn't edited beyond Berlanti's vision and so so harshly that even Ryan Reynolds couldn't save it? Do you not want to see these movies? Yeah, sh- it, like didn't I didn't check out this. I didn't. I didn't read this. I saw the headline. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And uh, Christopher White sent it to us, and I saw the headline. And again, I didn't have time to look before we did this. But I'm pretty sure uh, The Rock just said that Black Adam is coming. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was in the lineup of stuff that I. Read it is. It is. Ago. But we're just trying to hype it again here. Like, do you not want to see these characters? Just even if you didn't like this movie, God. It's a Shazam movie in the works, guys. Are you high? A Shazam, a Cyborg, and an Aquaman. And if you are high, shouldn't that make you more interested in a Shazam, a Cyborg, and an Aquaman movie? Right? I'm sorry. I'm, I've got my fingers crossed for, you know, Uncle Marvel, even. Right? Dudley H. Dudley, man. Dudley H. Dudley. Or, let's, God, let's, I just... Uh, let's smoke on that pipe for a minute. Oh, yeah, man. I, I There's so many things. Like, uh, there's stuff you wanted. The, uh, the Red Hood and the Outlaws. The... Oh, <sighs> don't even bring it up. It hurts. I know. It hurts that that's not on the slate. I know. It 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 hurts me deeply that Manhunter's not involved in any conversation we're having. No, that's I want Supergirl. <laughs> yeah, no. Any any of the big screen conversation. I'm sorry. I should. Mm-hmm. I should be more specific. Because by the way, he's getting phenomenal treatment over there. So I I he is. I wish he was involved in the Justice League stuff. So I I don't know. I'm being greedy. I'm being greedy. That's what that amounts to. Mm-hmm. It does. That's what it amounts to. But the, I hate you. I, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm an entitled prick, and I apologize for my existence. That's right. Well, we've all gotten there. We've all gotten there. I, it, You'd be ashamed. I, <laughs> this is the sound of me experiencing shame. I chuckle. <laughs> me too, buddy. But me for, too. <laughs> for God's sake, man! I like it. There's there's so little that we wouldn't we we wouldn't we wouldn't take. Like I would take a Black Canary film if you gave it to me the right way. And the oh, more, mo- now, the more the, money, you know, <laughs> like a Black Canary Wildcat, you could basically do Daredevil season one, like the C plot of that season, as an entire movie. It would still full an hour and a half. There's, there's oh, an man. hour's worth of just Daredevil and like Matt Murdock and his dad. You can make the that rumors, a movie. The rumors that Jenna Malone is Barbara Gordon in the in the movie universe. Mm-hmm. I remember a, a few months ago we were talking about it. Um, there is a rumor that they're gonna try to do a birds of prey movie it could be one of those untitled dc movies oh oh that's a that's a that's a grinch moment where the heart just kind of swells out of the capacity of its tiny box yeah what if like i would i could do with i and i know guys i know it's so hard it's so hard for anything that's not batman to just really thrill me the way batman does but god i I could completely deal with if one of those movies was a Ben Affleck solo movie. No, Maybe even doing like Under the Red Hood or something. And then like yeah. the other one was a Birds of Prey. Just... No, the, the the Batman in this movie, and it looks like the the Leto uh, Joker is actually going to be so good that if you just did a movie that was pretty much a, mm-hmm. a Batman v. Joker spinoff Outlaws movie, man, mm-hmm. I think you could tell that tale, have a crowbar in the final scene... And get your Red Hood and the Outlaws movie, and I would. Oh man, I'd buy those tickets right now. Uh, they're they're already doing a completely different iteration of Red Hood and the Outlaws over in the Rebirth books, but um, I do love Red Hood. I I, I want to see all the Robins, all of them. You wanted your Nightwing movie. I don't blame you. Absolutely, you should get a Nightwing movie. I want all of them, Jason. All of them. You know, strangely, the only thing I don't want is the Green Arrow movie because I, st- I actually I like the ML version so much. If he's not going to be included, just let him hang out over here. You know what? Someone mentioned uh, a Green Arrow starring Charlie Hunnam, and I was like, Charlie Hunnam as Ollie? Awesome. I'll I have take no it. idea who that is. Who am I talking about here? Main guy in uh, Pacific Rim, buddy. Uh, he's also in Sons of Anarchy. Okay. You'll see. You'll like him. Sons of Anarchy, I'm never going to watch. Pacific Rim, Christopher White just sent me a fucking delightful gift, and that that's that's happening soon. So I'll get back mm-hmm. to you on that. Yeah. Did you, ever, uh, did you ever watch Undeclared? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm on, the, I'm on uh, record the... as misremembering what the hell we were talking about, but I have seen Undeclared. Yeah. You remember the hot British guy who was their roommate? Yeah. That's Charlie Hunnam. Oh, he'd be fine. Except he's yeah. all, like, bulked up now and... Kind of a badass. Yeah, it'd be fine. Looks like he could wear a goatee. Yeah, it'd be fine. Oh, yeah, they've got pictures of him with a goatee. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that could work. But there's so much they could do. There's so much I'd be willing to see. I'd, I would plunk down my money to see any of this stuff. You know how much money I'm going to be spending on DC movies in the oh, coming yeah. years? No, we're not making God, anything it's... off these damn movies. We're just going to go spend yours to, to cast your damn vote. We're doing <laughs> the same thing. Oh, You got anything else? Did I miss anything that you saw that you really wanted to talk about? I I don't believe so. Don't believe so. As usual, right. my, my perusement has fallen below the level of your uh, scouring. Mm. Well then, guys, we are coming back uh, at the end of this week. There's going to be... We've, we've got a full slate of shows this week, don't we? Yeah, it's uh, another, is back, another it? technical it term. Yeah, it's everything but Arrow, so it's um, mm. pretty much everything, really. Yeah, Not like the week before last, which was goddamned everything. It, no, this was this is pretty close. Yeah, so we're gonna do that. We're gonna do another news episode. Um, I do want to throw out a, a, a shout out and a thank you to the Suicide Squad cast. They they gave us another shout out on shout out on their latest episode, episode thirty five. Um, their big Q and A episode, which was damn entertaining. Mm-hmm. Go check that out. Gotta love the crossroads. Um, also, I I'm gonna be curious about what they have to say about the uh, the new trailer. Damn curious. Yeah, they're they are actually like I was just talking to Tim on Twitter, and they are recording their comments as we are uh, tonight on a Monday night. Ah, um, good blokes. So good blokes that one. Uh, yeah, I don't know when they're going to. They might actually put that out on uh, on Saturday. I I'm don't, not sure. Yeah, I don't know what their production cycle is, but but yeah, I just kind of look down. <laughs> just gonna look down and see if there's a new one. Man, um, I I can tell you this. They're probably going to rip this thing apart in a good way. So, um, yeah, look forward to mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'll be checking. If we uh, sounded excited, this, yeah, please go enjoy that. But uh, we are DC on screen. You can find every episode at dconscreen.com. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. We are on Twitter like crazy right now. So go Twitter check us up. out. Forward slash DC on screen over at Twitter. We're also on Facebook. Uh, a lot of people talk I, to us on Facebook. Yeah, yeah I, I still don't understand how Twitter works. So uh, hit us up if you want to talk to me on Facebook, because that's pretty much what you're getting. Right. And now it's the like I've been of labor. saying... Division of I've labor. been saying that, like, oh, if you want to talk to Jason, go to Facebook. If you want to talk to me, go to Twitter. But I've been answering on Facebook, too. So oh, yeah, no, you, you're all over the place. It's just, um, yeah. Um, also, yeah. this week, you, you've been... Uh, I was I was really busy the last couple of weeks. You've been picking up Slack hugely on my, my Facebook and... Mm-hmm. Well, I get all the same messages. I just normally go, oh, Jason will get that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Or just see the conversation as it has lapsed already. Right, right. Sometimes I'll just go back and it'll be like, you have 25 new messages. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, look at this. It's usually yeah. pretty fun, though. Oh, man. Uh, we are proud members of the Giant Size Team-Up Network, giantsizeteamup.com. Go check out our friends, Matt Carroll, Jeff Randall, at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, mcucast.com. As I said, we'll be back for so much more stuff in the coming days. Um, go ahead and just subscribe to us on whatever podcatcher. It'll make it easier for you. We won't judge you. We're we're on most of them, really, at this point. Wink! It's hard not to find us. Hey, baby. Catch with whatever you feel like catching. Subscribe. <laughs> We know you want to. <laughs> See you there. Um, yeah, especially like, yeah, we are coming up at the end of all these shows and stuff, but we're going to get into some really fun stuff, I think, in the summertime. Oh, God, yeah. Like, no, oh, we've got we're small not, bills and young justices to talk about. and Yeah, and, you know, probably more bat winger, more bat wieners than you thought you'd ever want. But Absolutely. <laughs> I feel bad for people at this point. Hey, it. We we keep using the term bat wieners. Um, there is precedence for it, but it's there not. It you, know, you know, it's like any 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 of the things we we talk about that are uh, television and narrative products. You have to bring something mm-hmm. up every now and then to remind new people. And God, I I do. I feel bad for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about because it just seems like mm. we're damn strange people. We are. Well, we are very strange people. Yeah, but um, it shouldn't seem like that. We're supposed to disguise it. That's... <laughs> Like our buddy Christopher White actually had to pause his download of one of our episodes from last week to inform me that the uh, the potato peeler comment was hilarious, <laughs> and he nearly spit his drink all over his window. Um, 
<laughs> if you want to know what that's about, go check out our last news episode. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Think deeply about your choice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, until next time, guys, please keep some DC on your screen. Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99. Plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99. Plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th.